Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brando, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever. Fine. What the hell's all this shit behind us? I don't know. You put it up earlier. What is all that stuff? Why do you have a picture of Chris Dijak That's behind That's top notch, super best, man. <laughs> I'm getting so bored with the set, man. It didn't take very long. I look at some of the old. Hey, I got through almost like 60 days. I got the I, I I keep on like coming across old videos of ours where it's just a night like just sensory overload. I want to get back to that baby. Heck yeah, just crap all over. I mean, that's not enough for you. So we need your stuff. Uh, God, I wish I had the other camera over here. I could show them my 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 cubicle. Well, I mean, like if they can go to any of our, our gameplay videos and they can see just a fraction of that. Yeah, I know, but it's still striking from our point of view. There's my half of the cubicle space. And there's your half I mean, of the those are our space. personalities in a nutshell. I just like things. I don't like just like you're a, a crap vast, thrown against the wall. Vast, I like some. I like to be able to see everything. Vacuum. Nothing's happening there. What do you mean the whole wall's covered here, with stuff? Barely. Anyway. I, the only area I left clear is so when I get my TV in here, I can put it right there. Look, man. I just I, I want to load it up again. It's so boring. But look at that. We're getting started. We got back of Santa. Top Notch and Lana Austin. There's a little glare on her. Oh, there you go. Uh, Robbie1896 says, no, I love the clean background. Well, you know what? Steve's not into that. There you go. I'm sorry. Look, man, it's just, it's my thing. It's my thing. We each have our own things, and we kind of don't interfere with those things. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to put up a stick. You don't give anything. a crap. You're like, whatever. I give a, there are certain things I really give a crap about. There's well, things that you don't, that give, I a don't crap about. give a crap. It's just you give more crap about than I do. It's not a battle you want to like die. It's, it's, yeah. it's not that huge of a deal. You don't want to die on that particular hill. Anyways, Alto says two dollars. So I'm getting the hang of OBS. Yeah, OBS is pretty easy to uh, to maneuver once you get into it. Anyways, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, it's once fantastic. You, once you kind of learn yeah. how everything works in conjunction, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty intuitive. From my point of view, from my opinion, working having worked extensively with XSplit and OBS, oh, this is way better. There's no comparison. There really isn't. I mean, the the supported XSplit is really good. Like they're always good at like you know responding and stuff. And God bless them for that. Yeah. But man, OBS, oh yeah, it's, yeah, oh yeah. Anyways, um, Larson needs more coffee. You got that right. That's like that's sort of your 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 natural daily. state of being. Yeah, exactly, this week. exactly. Yeah, yeah. This well, it's Friday, man. Been at a premium this week. Yeah, I know. I went to the gym. This, this is morning. all we're doing. All, right. all you got to do after this is sign a bunch of comic books. No, and I got to get Matt Chad up. I got to make a thumbnail. There's a super, super secret thing that I got to get ready for Monday. Yeah, I still have a lot I got to do this weekend. Well, I'm just saying for right now, being near me, being around me, all you, all I need to do, all I need from you, I don't care about all that stuff. All I need from you is that well, stuff you right there. Should care about all that other stuff. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's all going to be fine. 
Anyway, Zach Harsky right here is asking, what's the CM Punk news now? He wants it now, Larson. Who are we to, to, to lead, deny our lead story. Zach Karski? What's our lead story? Let's uh, make our lead story. Let's, let's improvise. CM Punk. There's so much to get through with this. It's, it's, the, this it's, it's about CM Punk's trial. Yeah. Um, and There's so testimony been, happening. Yeah, it's been happening all week. Yeah. Um, right now, today, well, not right now. Today, uh, Colt Cabana... Mm-hmm. And CM Punk have been testifying at this uh, trial. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Dr. Chris Simon, uh, one of WWE's doctors, is suing CM Punk and Colt Cabana mm-hmm. for libel and defamation, I believe. Yeah. Um, coming from uh, CM Punk's appearance on Colt Cabana's podcast. Art of Wrestling. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of testimony. It's, 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 it, I mean, Nick Houseman at WrestleZone has done a great job mm-hmm. of chronicling everything yeah. so far. Um, there's a lot of minutia yeah. that I'm not sure is really worth getting into because a lot of people and a lot of people's testimony are kind of saying the same thing, which is how a trial works. That's yeah. how you build the case. Yeah. You find five people who have the same story. And you're like, okay, if five people are saying the same thing, that might be believable. Yeah. Um, so far, I, it seems like uh, the plaintiffs, Chris Amon mm-hmm. and his uh, legal team have put forth their case. Yeah. Um, the gist of which is uh, CM Punk was complaining about a lot of ailments. Um, but I don't believe anybody that's testified um, uh, from the plaintiff's side has said they ever were aware of any sort of lump on CM Punk's lower back, upper buttocks, mm-hmm. which he was saying was a, a, a staph infection. Yeah. Um, Colt Cabana testified either late yesterday or today that he had seen said lump mm. um, in the region that Punk um, said it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some it look it it is a lot to sift through. Yeah, there are there are I mean there's there's a variety of things that I find personally of interest. Hold on, I, mean, I want to backtrack. I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, Chris Amon said he never treated CM Punk for any sort of staff infection, mm-hmm. and uh, it, he made it sound like that Punk never brought made him aware of it, brought to his attention any sort of problem, any sort of lump. It doesn't mean yeah. that's to say they didn't. They're not saying. I don't think they're 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 saying it didn't exist. They're saying they were not aware of it. Make mm-hmm. sure I want to try to get things accurate. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Oh no, it was just there was you know there's a variety. Like you said, it's a lot to sift through. There's a variety of things that that for a variety of reasons, uh, wrestling fans might find of interest there. CM Punk fans might find of interest there. Podcast fans might find of interest there because yeah. there, there's just a lot of stuff going it on. Like Colt Cabana uh, spending a lot of time testifying about the mechanics of how he recorded podcasts, right, exactly, what kind of numbers yeah. it got and what kind of evidence he had in terms of the analytics available to him um, uh, that, that could support his claim that he got X number of views for that episode. Mm, yeah. Like that, was, that, was, that was a line of questioning that went on for a little bit based on, again, Nick Houseman's excellent uh, reporting of the trial so far. There are things that are very, in, including there are things that are very, very small of note, um, including one thing that we were trying to figure out during, uh, what, what were we filming? Were we, when we were trying to figure out what the, exactly the genesis of CM? Oh, CM that was Punk. on, uh, that's going to be on Matt Chat. That's going to be on Matt Chat. But it's in the public record now, the, the real answer. And it was what my initial inclination was during the Matt Chat. I don't want to spoil the Matt Chat conversation for anybody. But it's on the public record now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I forget exactly what the conversation entailed. Well, I mean, we I, were talking about which dream match we'd rather see, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And we got to talk about what CM and CM Punk stands for. And I, right. I thought, well, I thought it was Chick Magnet because was, that was the genesis of it. And I looked into it, and he's given a lot of... Yeah, that's the one thing we're able to verify is that there's a lot of different stories out there about, from him about where CM and other comes people from. about yeah. where CM comes but from. But now it's on the public record. So now it's, now it's uh, yeah, it's confirmed verified mm-hmm. it's got the blue check mark next to mm-hmm. it uh yeah that was that was the testimony i've read today that was the highlight that being confirmed. do you want to give that one no because that's what the conversation in match chat's about but now we know and when we film match chat we didn't know all right it's chick magnet yeah it's chick what magnet. i initially thought yeah he was he was part of the tag team the chick magnets it was himself but then there was chick something magnet punk there was something fairly definitive chick magnet venom there was something fairly definitive that <clears throat> somebody said it was after what chuck mosley oh he said that Chuck Mosley said that. No, CM Punk said Yeah, exactly, yeah. But he also said it was like for Cookie Monster. He gave all sorts of... Yeah. He said C. Montgomery Burns. Yeah, I like that one. He gave a lot of uh, uh, phony answers. Yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's confirmed. Chick Magnet now. 
Um, and then there's also a lot of stuff in there. Um, About the mechanics of how the Royal, Royal Rumble match worked in 2014, specifically the protocol when it looks like someone is hurt. Yeah. And uh, the, you know, the, 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 what is it called? The bell ringer guy, the bell timekeeper, timekeeper yeah. guy. Um, he testified too. And there was some interesting stuff there about, you know, who Vince McMahon in the back is in communication with, who he's not in communication with. Mm-hmm. Namely, I, the, I, figured the ref, I figured that Vince would always be in the ref's ear. No, it sounds like Vince is just in the announced team's ear. Right, exactly. And it's uh, Kidman in this instance and Triple H that was in the ref's ear, I believe. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but then they're, they're also in the timekeeper's ear. Mm-hmm. And, but he, he, so he performs. He's not just the guy who rings the bell. He, uh, I think he called himself produ- production manager was like his title. Oh. And he coordinates some things, including, con- you know, including getting word to the ref, getting word to the trainers um, at ringside there. Um, and so there was a lot of little, like kind of little interesting things that I think it's worth sifting through if you have the time, uh, yeah, to do and, that. And again, uh, Nick Houseman over at, uh, WrestleZone has done a great job of breaking everything down. Um, we're, we'll include the links to the last three days worth of, uh, testimony notes mm-hmm. in the description of this video. It's definitely worth a look. I again, think, a lot of yeah. sift through because there's a lot of overlap, but then again, that's just how trials work. You like these here now? Yeah, those are cool. I'm getting shoe ads now. Thanks to me. Yeah, thanks to you, pal. Yeah, those are cool. The, what about these? Looks like show and yo. Yeah, I like those. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there's that. I think one of the one of the saddest things uh, coming out of this is uh, the the devastating effects this had on uh, Mr. Aman. His Thanksgiving was ruined <laughs> because you know it was released on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and he was waiting for his family to show up, and he started listening to the podcast because he started hearing all these you know Twitter chirps at him and. Uh, and people were saying rude things to him, so he checked out the podcast, and it basically ruined his Thanksgiving. That would suck. That would totally suck. Yeah. You know, um, he did say, uh, Doctor Amon, that he is—he's not really uh, suffered any financial hardship due to all of this, and he doesn't feel that anybody in the in the locker room thinks less of him. Thinks less. Like of professionally, him. doesn't seem like he's suffered at all. It's just you know he's 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 gotten a lot of crap on Twitter, and then there's been some signs of some shows, and people have shouted things at him at yeah. shows. And he says he feels humiliated and, and, and embarrassed. Yeah. Well, that's one thing you got to have. And it's not going to get better thanks to this testimony because, you know, wrestling nerds are wrestling nerds. They're going to read this and, and continue to shout Z-Pack at them. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a whole line of thing about, you know, Z, uh, CM Punk saying they Z-Packed me to death. Larson, what's a Z-Pack? Um, I don't know specifically what it is. I don't know if it's an individual antibiotic or, or antibiotics. Or yeah. Pack. Yeah. Z-Pack of antibiotics. I don't know the specifics of it, but it is some sort of antibiotic. And that's when uh, he said, you know, they gave me so many Z-Packs. At one point, I was pooping, I pooped my pants on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because the antibiotics mess with your gut bacteria and yeah. cause stomach upset. So, um, but there, there, it smart. definitely seemed like the CM Punk was going through something because mm-hmm. he was complaining of headaches, um, saying he was throwing up after matches. Yeah. Neck issues. Yeah. Rib pain, coughing. Oh, it was a mess. I mean, if anything, it's, it's a good, you know, it's... It's it's good evidence to suggest they, they, they really need to take more time off. Mm-hmm. The, that schedule is just it's way brutal. too much. They need it's to brutal. take care of themselves. Yes. And I know that like an actual off season, like a complete off season is, is out of the picture because of money and stuff. You need individual off seasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, everybody gets rotating two weeks off. It's kind of surprising me they don't do that anyways, just because I know. if you see the if you see the the pop that wrestlers get upon their return. Like, if they're gone for whatever reason it is, if they're gone, they come back. It's, you know, uh, absence makes the heart, heart grow, grow fonder, fonder, right? Yep. And I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I believe that. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is kind of an interesting, uh, an interesting read. Um, so, we have, we're going to have all the, uh, we're going to have all the links, the links to days two through four, mm-hmm. or at least what we got through of day four today mm-hmm. in the description. Definitely worth a look. Yeah. Um, here, let me check and see if, uh, Russell Zone has any of the afternoon notes. Nope, just still the morning notes. All right. Still worth a look. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention before we uh, got on to our next story, our good friendos, yeah, Ricky so I, and I Elliot. Mention this too. Ricky and, I meant to do this at the top of the show. Ricky and Elliot. Um, over Formerly there, of, of ETC. Are, are, are launching a new venture. Our sons. Yes. Are going out into the, into the world, no longer protected under the umbrella of a corporation. Yes. They have decided to go it alone. Yes. To, to, to set forth on the Oregon Trail. The road to of, independence. <laughs> the Oregon Trail of Independence, a.k.a. YouTube. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't turn into the Donner Pass. Donner Party. The Donner Party. 
But didn't the Donner Party like eat each other at the Donner Pass? Like wasn't around. It was there? at Donner Lake, which is near Donner Pass. All that stuff in that area is just named after Donner. Right, exactly. There's like Donner something road. There's so all sorts of Donner stuff up there. But they, it's all named after Donner. They have Party. started a new YouTube channel. It's at youtube.com forward slash internet today TV. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Internet Today was a thing that Ricky did for a small period of time a little while ago. Oh. Um, under you know, for Machinima. It was like mm-hmm. one of the shows, I think. And then they just revive that. Um, to do their own thing. They've launched a Patreon. Yes. And uh, they have all the details. You can check them out. Uh, hit them up on the Twitter. Yes. Ricky FTW. And I don't know what Elliot. I think it's Elliot ETC. Yeah. But I'm sure he might change that yeah. now that it's not going to be ETC Anyways, anymore. give their content a look. Good dudes. Oh, great dudes. Looking forward to doing another dad cast. Very there are soon. a few people when we got uh, when we got laid off from Machinima mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that reached out and said, hey, you know, let's try to help you guys out. Yeah. And so obviously we want to uh, return the favor. Yes. Even if they had said, no, you guys are on your own. Screw you. We're not going to say anything about you guys. I would still do this. Cause yeah, they're, yeah. They're good guys. They're good guys. Yes. Know? So, uh, yeah. Hit them up. Give them some money. Give them yes. some love. Yes. Uh, watch their stuff. Watch their stuff. It's actually really good. Yes. So moving on, next story. Now our leads. Now let's do our lead story. Our lead story. So uh, uh, according to a Twitter account, Slice Wrestling. Oh yeah. NXT is heading to Fox Sports One. Hey-o. This is what the tweet said. NXT Buddy. will air on Fox slash Fox Sports One programming as part of the new TV deal in 2019. This expansion is another step in WWE's attempt to give larger audiences, viewers. A convenient way to watch all of WWE's product. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, this comes off the heels of the Hollywood Reporter um, did a, a pretty in-depth breakdown of the mechanics of how this Fox WWE deal came to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the Hollywood Reporter's uh, uh, report uh, in no way mentioned uh, NXT moving to any place beyond WWE Network. But here are some interesting details. Okay, uh, NBC Universal initially offered a 10-year, $360 million deal to keep Raw and SmackDown on USA. What? No, I'm just man, boy, they they ended up looking like idiots in the ten years for three hundred and sixty instead WWE got five years like almost five hundred million, four hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Ha! Um and then a, a a meeting went down the day after uh, NBC Universal's exclusive negotiating window closed where Triple H, Stephanie and uh, uh some WWE executives and I think they're rep- representatives from oh, I can't remember the agency. Same agency that handled uh, the UFC's uh, negotiation. What, William Morris? No, that's who bought UFC. Oh, okay, I got you. So I'm sorry, I should have made note of that. But Vince wasn't there. That was Vince kinda, was not there. That was However, um, representing Fox was, of course, some Fox executives, including Rupert Murdoch. That's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. that's, that's sort of a big deal for him to show his face. Yeah. You'd think that he'd be like king of the castle, you know. He'd just show up via speakerphone at most. Right, know? exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and at this meeting, apparently, they hammered out a five-year deal worth more than a billion dollars in total, and uh, just for SmackDown, and NBC Universal decided not to match the offer, but uh, they will pay NBC Universal two hundred sixty-five million dollars per year for Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting from the Hollywood Reporter. I'll just quote it directly: "Quote the elder Murdoch insisted NBC, that's Rupert, mm-hmm. NBC Universal was quote embarrassed by your product." Yeah. Fox, he said, would fully embrace WWE with SmackDown promos airing across sports programming every night of the week, along with a weekly studio show on Fox Sports 1. Probably similar to what you'd see on the network. They've got their weekend WWE show yeah. that I think is like Charlie Caruso. And who's that other dude that I only ever... Is it? No. Who is it? I forget it's what his Mike name Rome? is. not Mike Rome? No, it's not Mike Rome. It's uh, the other guy that I never see on TV. Oh. I'm just like, he's still around? Really? Oh, all right. Uh, continuing more than that, the deal, uh, Lachlan Murdoch told McMahon during a private call, Vince McMahon during a private call at the end of the meeting would herald a marriage of the Murdochs and the McMahons, quote, rebel outsiders who had built media empires. Carnies who built media empires. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that that, that phone call is kind of, you know, now we have to kiss the ring of Vince McMahon. Uh, even though he wasn't really in the meetings. I mean, mm-hmm. it is kind of interesting, um, you know, that triple that uh, Vince McMahon being uh, from what we understand from all the anecdotal evidence there is being the control freak he is wasn't necessarily involved in the, yeah. the gritty aspects, you know, the, the meat of, of the meetings of yes. negotiations. Uh, that was Triple H and Stephanie. And then, of course, a bunch of lawyers and their agents and all those kind of the WWE executives. So that was kind of interesting. Um 
but uh, and yeah, you know they they got the job done. Yeah. So Vince has to be pretty happy with that. I wonder if the, I wonder you have to wonder if if you know them getting that deal done would you know make Vince think oh, well CAA is the, uh, gotcha. the agency representing WWE. Sorry, I want to get that in there. Yeah, I wonder if Vince is probably thinking, well, it's in good hands. I can just go away now, and you know, I guess we can hope and dream. He's got to go <laughs> negotiate a new deal for Brock Lesnar. Right, exactly. $100 million. We're going to get it done. So anyways, uh, yeah. So, But, you know, it, who knows? I mean, you know, there's this one thing that says NXT on Fox Sports 1. Uh, so what I understand is uh, a lot of this was uh, a lot of ballyhoo about the live aspect of their programming. That's yes. why it commanded such a high price. Yes, because live, especially live sports programming, uh, it comes at a premium. So I would think if... NXT somehow was thrown in there as part of the deal, which evidently it doesn't seem like it is. Well, according to Dave Meltzer, no. Yeah. He says, quote, at this point, there's no talk about trying to negotiate TV deals to move pay-per-views from the network into monthly Sunday specials on television. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, while there are plans for a UFC Tonight-like weekly talk show on Fox Sports 1 for WWE, there were no negotiations for additional wrestling television shows mm-hmm. like 205 Live or NXT with Fox or USA. Thank you, Kenny Omega's official jinx. That's what I thought his name was, but I forgot. Oh, uh, Rich Brennan, yeah. Um, he's the other dude on that show. He, he used to do ring announcer or something, ring announcing for WWE, didn't he? Something. He's been, I think he's been around them for a while. Yeah. I just never really seen him. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, yay or nay, Larson, you want to see NXT on Fox Sports 1, even if it's live? What if it's live? No. No? No, no good? What they know? I think, I think if setting aside pay-per-views, that's a special thing. Uh, NXT is the 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 top draw for the network. Mm-hmm, sure. Again, outside of pay per views. Yeah. Um, and I think just from a business standpoint, they might get a decent amount of money mm-hmm. for you know or close to what they're getting for Raw or SmackDown, obviously to have bring uh, NXT over to Fox Sports. But then if you're taking one of the major draws away from your own over the top service, people might pull their subscriptions. And if you're still invested in developing that service. Um, until you have additional programming that could replace that draw, I don't know if you really want to take that off in terms of diversifying that's your a platforms. Bit, that's a bit. That's a bit short-term thinking, though, isn't it? Because if you, if you consider these deals for five years and for ungodly amounts of money, and then let's say out of let's say what what percentage do you think out of that one and a half million or so subscribers are actually paying ten dollars a month, meaning. You know, there's all these gimmick deals out well, I'll there. I'll probably say uh, 1.2 maybe at most. 1.2 million a month. Yeah, it's 12 million a month. Is 12 million dollars a month. 144 million over the course of the entire year. Versus. They're not going to. They're versus, not going to get nowhere anywhere near that much for NXT though. Versus, so that's like what 20 percent of their annual revenue if you just take TV and the network. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think. I don't know. I think that. So I think actually think let, let, let me ask you because personally speaking, I, I I'm kind of torn. I kind of like having it just on the network because Fox Sports One. I, I have it through the the PlayStation mm-hmm, View, mm-hmm. so I could just DVR it. Um, the 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 idea of it being live really appeals. to yeah, me. Yeah, that's interesting. However, I'll there's there's I'll counter with this. Remember when they had that one episode of NXT on USA, mm-hmm. and we're so used to getting an hour. Just full yeah. of content for yeah. NXT. And that episode that was on USA felt like we were getting half an episode. Yeah. So if it's going to be continue to be an hour-long NXT, but adapted for Fox Sports, so you're talking 15 minutes worth of commercials for that hour-long episode. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to take out of a usually packed episode of NXT. From, uh, I mean, putting the financial aspect of it aside... From a viewing experience, yeah, that's, I think that's what I'm talking down. about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the live aspect would be cool because we don't have to worry about spoilers. But at the same time, it's gonna—I think it's gonna really alter the enjoyment factor of the product put before us. So it's okay. I'll, I'll put it this way: on one hand, it's my favorite hour of programming yeah. that WWE wrestling has to offer on a weekly basis. If it's not broke, why would I, why would I even say you know this needs to be fixed? On the other hand, the one aspect of it that that does, I'm not going to say frustrates me, but that does water it down or dampen it a little bit is the is is the spoilers aspect. If I know that this so and so is going to debut on TV, um, 
there, I mean, that, that's the thing that I like about watching Raw and SmackDown live. When I do, there is that ec- extra thing of, ooh, you know, I'm watching this with a group of people that are, wa- that are experiencing for the first time. It's happening live. It's fresh. I don't know. I think, like, part of me thinks that that might enhance the NXT experience to watch it live. That's me personally speaking. Um, I mean, I think the financial stuff, I don't think it's... I would counter with your idea that it's, it's the top... It's, it is the top weekly draw on the network, but I think the network has... So much more stuff that I think that subscriber uh, uh, dropout would be would be negligible, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think a live NXT, I, I could definitely see how it would be appealing. Oh, I would what, too. What you're saying is totally right, though. Like there is a certain NXT experience that we both thoroughly enjoy. And on top of that, who's to say that Fox Sports One or Fox Sports or whomever? might meddle, might, you know, expect to be able to meddle a little bit with the formula. Who knows what mm-hmm. they would change about it, yeah. you know, for, you know, the worse or better, I don't know, um, with that product. Would it then become a bit more like main roster? Would they then alter their style of wrestling at all? I kind of like the more developmental aspects of NXT. There is mm-hmm. also the, the the fact that, you know, people are learning on the job with NXT and I'm not sure how that would change things for, mm-hmm. for that. Aspect well, there's another, either. there's another aspect too is, is and granted if they're getting fat TV deal, you know, relative to what the, the allocation is for NXT now, budgetary wise, mm-hmm. um, there's enhanced production costs. Even if they do it weekly at full sale, mm-hmm. I mean, right now over the course of a day, they can shoot an entire month's worth of television. So they're paying a production crew for a day's worth of work mm-hmm. as opposed to four days worth of work over the course of a month. Um, you know, uh, if, if you're working out um, development, developing at the Performance Center, you're living in Orlando. Mm-hmm. But, for example, like Bob Roode wasn't living in Orlando full time when he was yeah. NXT. He would fly in for shows and then probably fly back up to his home, I think, in outside of Toronto or whatever, wherever yeah. he lives. Um, so for and granted, that's not for everybody, but that's still something you have to keep in mind. I mean, I think Johnny Gargano lives in Cleveland still. Yeah. I think I think he and Kenneth Lurie bought a house there. I thought he, I think he posted something on Twitter about it. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, so that's another thing you have to keep in mind. Granted, you could book things out so you can account for uh, talent schedules. Those who aren't in Orlando all you know year round. We know Undisputed Era live in the area apparently. <laughs> um, um, but there's a lot of moving pieces that would have to be taken into account. Um, doing NXT weekly live as opposed, and it'd be a, a, a huge difference in how they're doing it now. How they're doing it now. It works kind of ideally with how NXT and the Performance Center is kind of set up. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I, I get all that. But at the same time, last week, we saw Karen on one spot, and then she was wearing something completely different oh, in another spot. It me and it kind of, I mean, it's, I'll put it this way. I'm not sure if that element is charming to me or not, or if it's kind of distracting. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to take a look at both of them. And then, you know, if the new thing kicked in where it's live, I'd look back and be like, oh, I missed back when it was, you know, a ramshackle of tapings just sort of stitched together. Yeah. Or if I'd be like, holy crap, this person debuted and it was amazing and it wasn't spoiled for me. I, my, my, predile- my, my in- inclination is kind of thinking that, I don't know, I might, like, I might prefer it live just because it'd be a holy crap moments. You know, it'd be like, oh my God. Like that ricochet um, moment was spoiled for me in gift form, in gif form. That still and granted, that still would have happened. That still would have happened. on the West Coast feed. But, we didn't, we, we, even but if- I would be more inclined to watch it live. If it were live, you know what I mean? I'd be more inclined to sit there and go, oh, man, it's, it's coming on now. It's live. I can live tweet with it. With NXT, for sure, I'd be more inclined to do that. I suppose the network where I know it comes on at like five, but to me, it doesn't really feel live. You know, it's just well, here's, here's the thing about spoilers for NXT is usually if I look at them, it's literally just match result, match result, match result. There's no breakdown in terms of what actually is happening. Mm-hmm. So... While I might know the results of this last week's episode of NXT, I had no idea that Ricochet thing was happening. I always, I always forget that stuff. And I forget half it, too, because it happens a month, you know, before the final episode will air. So I generally forget all that stuff. So that doesn't, and sometimes when I read the spoilers and I see what happens, I'm like, oh, wow, that's gonna be really neat. Mm -hmm. And so in a certain way, it builds anticipation for certain events because I know they're coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, too. I could see that, too. I got a couple super chats here. Daniel Denava, $5. Could Larson pull off the Ricochet spot from Wednesday? In NXT, after one month of training at the New Japan Dojo, or would he Kalisto himself to the ground? Um, yeah, I don't do it that. It would take me a year to, to develop the capability, and this is practicing every day, year-round, 
to even jump over the top rope and do the full 360. And then the, and the yeah. landing is going to be the hardest part, seeing if I can ever do that without uh, destroying my knees and or ankles. <laughs> I like that you think you could actually pull that off in the first place. I don't care how much training you have. Neither of us could do that. At this point, we're both 40 years old. Yeah. And you have to be an athletic freak yeah. to do that in the first place. Neither of us have the genetics to do that. <laughs> That's not something you can learn to do, man. You can learn to do it after God has already blessed you with genetic freakism. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of it. So yeah, no, no, man, it's not there. No, no level of training for those either shoes of us. They used to make, I think, in the late '80s, early '90s, that they were like normal tennis shoes, and on the the front of the foot, they had a platform about yay big, with about this much plastic holding that platform under the bottom of the shoe. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you walk normally on there, mm-hmm. on your, on, you know, on the on the front of your feet, and in doing so, it helped develop your calf muscles. Yeah, so you could jump higher. Yeah. I had to do all my training in those shoes. <laughs> so I have calf muscles like that large. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, 40 inch vertical. Do you remember Inspector Gadget? Yeah. How didn't his legs like spring up like mm-hmm. that? Maybe if we fashioned you some of those, then it's possible that you might be able to jump as high as Ricochet there did was a time where to clear that. I can never dunk on a 10 foot rim, but I grazed the rim with one of my fingers when I jumped. Well, that's interesting. Um, however, you're now twice that age. No, that was in my <laughs> and it mid-20s. Doesn't, it doesn't get better. No, it I know. It doesn't get any better. I'm just, just saying. I'm just being optimistic. I like your optimism. Yeah, though. don't crush I, my I optimism. I do appreciate that. And look. No, but I, this is, here's the thing, though. I would never be able to stick the landing. If I somehow got <laughs> that, over the rope and did the, the full 360, all right. I would not be able to stick the landing. I would blow everything out. If you, if, Here's the thing. If you ever got to the point where you could 360 over the rope, they, you would probably do it once because you would crash so hard. You would be and and here's the thing, you have a. I'm not even talking crap because I would I would run at the rope even after a year of training. I would run at the rope, and I would completely just like probably like try to jump over, and then like my legs would hit the ropes, and I would fall like this. It would be terrible. It would be like. Like Dijak trying to do that moonsault Here, on NXT. I would need night. a year to learn how to try to jump over the ropes. That would be a full year of training. It'd probably take eight to twelve months to do that in conjunction with doing the full three sixty. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there's no way of me learning how to stick the landing because if I even get close, it's just goodbye knees, goodbye knees ankles. Are, yeah, God, goodbye that, back. Yeah, I man. So for me, I, I just feel like for me, the landing would just ruin ruin the whole enterprise. Yeah, I feel like I could develop. <laughs> Not that I'm gonna make it. I would ever make it look as graceful as Ricochet could. Yeah, because the way he did it was so. Yeah, but even when he did it, it dynamic. Was like, even and when graceful. he did it, it, was like a gunk. Yeah, no. Like, no, I'm not, think, no, I'm not talking about the landing. I'm talking about the jump in the, oh, yeah, in the yeah. I think half the crowd. I'm, I'm taking the landing out of the equation. That's not possible. I'm pretty sure half the crowd like went ow as part like because there was a big gasp when he did That's that. That's what I did because it was like amazing. But I also went ow. <laughs> Like yeah, I mean, he pretty much knee. fell from eight feet in the air. It was like when I saw feet. Yao Ming run, yeah. like during a game. I wanted to go see a Kings Rockets game, and uh, God bless Hilton, he got me those sweet tickets down mm-hmm. in the lower bowl mm-hmm. there at Arco back when that was a thing. Wait, who? 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 Hilton. Who got you tickets? The Hiltons. Oh, <laughs> got me tickets. <laughs> and watching Yao Ming run was the. It hurt my knees to watch him run. Yeah, yeah. Man. So here's the thing. I feel like if I train for a year specifically to only do one thing, jump over yeah. the rope. I might be able to do it. Yeah, okay. But it would take another six, eight months to learn how to do the rotation. Well, hey, man, listen. Let's put together a fund. Okay? Let's let's crowdfund. I'm not going to accept it in New Japan Dojo. There's no chance of that happening. Oh, well, come on, man. Look, if you don't start now, Virgil Flynn III, we know people there. Go to his class and then start from there. I'm too old for that, man. See, here, there we go. You got to start somewhere. I'm not even saying I really want to do it. I don't think you want to blow out your knees. I don't want to do that. I think it'd be terrible. I got a bad neck. That would hurt. You know? Jeffrey Nguyen, $5. Do you think Dream will attempt to do a ricochet spot like that? I think they're going to get crazy. Yeah, I think think it's going to. I think it's. I think Ricochet is going to. And Dream, but I think Ricochet is probably on a personal goal with this match to out-wow that Osprey Skrull match mm-hmm. from uh, uh, like a couple months mm-hmm. ago. I think that's going to be his thing. Hey, D- Dominion is this Saturday, isn't it? No, it's next Saturday. It's not this Saturday? No, it's the 9th. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Right on. Are we going to do a live stream for that? We've talked about it before, but you were you were going to be I gone. I was going to be gone. I'm not no, going to be gone not. anymore. I don't know. We'll see. Is it fri- oh, Friday man. or Saturday? Saturday. I don't know. Ooh. It's going to be a Friday night for us. What time does it start? Probably super late. Like 11, huh? Yeah. Man. You just knock out during Let's the see. freaking live uh, stream. Mr. Michael Law, 2011, $2. He gets a WB network from his brother-in-law. Zach Stolpa. You should be telling people that. $2. He says, take it off, Larson. Show us that dad bod. No. Whoa. No. Daniel Denava, $2. Larson's beard game is real. Steve's not so much. He can't grow a beard. I actually need to trim this up. It's getting out of control. It's what what God gave me, my friend. You want to talk about John Cena now? Sure, why not? What do we have on John Cena? Well, he was interviewed by Sports Illustrated. He was growing a beard recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was talking a bit, you know, in, in the context of his WrestleMania match against Undertaker, saying mm-hmm. how, you know, the purpose of this match wasn't to make himself look good. It was to help, I think, as he put it, reintroduce this classic character to the WWE. Essentially, get beat up by the Undertaker, put him over in a massive way. Yeah, sure. Um, and so uh, with that in mind, he said this, um, quote, this is a message to any performer who is complaining about their spot or that creatively they have nothing going for them. I've been first... I've been middle. Mm-hmm. I've been last. It's mm-hmm. been a while since he's been last. Mm-hmm. I just want to go out there and do something. Mm-hmm. There are performers who share my ideology, with The Miz being one of them. That's why he is skyrocketing into a new bracket as we speak, and I can't wait to see what he does next week. But there's also a lot of disdain and complacency. You should be happy with any sort of role, even if it's getting your tail kicked in. Yeah. Um, kind of interesting. Uh, you should be happy with any sort of role. Even if it is getting your tail kicked in, should you be happy? But don't being... be dis- but don't be complacent. Yeah, that so that that was kind of interesting to me. He said, "There's a lot of disdain and complacency. You should be happy with whatever you have." No, I think which he, I believe is the definition of complacency. Should have, should have said maybe is make the most of every opportunity you have. Yeah, because I think that's probably what he he's meaning to say uh, specifically about the Miz. Mm-hmm. Is the Miz. He can be in a, a, a relatively lame storyline, but because he's so good, mm-hmm. especially now, yeah. for the last couple of years, yeah. um, he can make it interesting. Yeah, I imagine that's what he's saying or trying to say. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like when he show when he throws shade at because you got to think from his point of view that whole little feud with uh, him and Roman Reigns when he said, "I'm still around because you're not doing your job." Yeah. Um, I, I like the the kernel of truth there, and it wasn't. I, I think I thought it was. I thought that was everybody kind of gasped gasped when he said that because they're obviously having a hell of a time getting Roman Reigns over. Yeah. Although I think if if he were to say that to like Seth Rollins, it'd be like, Nah, dude, no. Seth is doing it. He's doing his job. He's over. Um, but being that Roman is supposed to be the guy, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was a statement that I think rang true with a lot of people. Um, but uh, no, I like that. I like number one. I really like that he that he uh, that he put over the Miz. Mm-hmm. I, that was great. That's fantastic. That everybody's seeing it now, and it's been a terrific like cup two years or so for Miz. Yeah, when people are finally like understanding how important he is to the company. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's great. So mm-hmm. the fact that uh, John Cena sees that, how great would it be him putting Miz over like this if a Cena Miz feud was the thing that got Cena to his uh, record to his uh, tie breaking? Oh yeah. Uh, world title run. That could be something. That'd be really fun. That'd be cool. That could be Because everybody craps on Ms. Cena the last time. Yeah. Um, this time, I think it could be something really, really special, especially given the uh, uh, the mixed tag match thing that they had a couple yes. years ago that went over pretty well. Yes. Um, Daniel Dena... Oh, hold on. Original caffeinator. Sorry, I get these in order. $5. Who would be the most entertaining wrestler to start coming to ringside and heckling Roman Reigns during his matches without technically interfering? Wait, who could what now? Who would be the most entertaining wrestler to start coming to ringside and heckling Roman Reigns during his matches without technically interfering? Oh, Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You don't think The Miz would do a better job of heckling him? I don't think anybody could do a better job of anything than Kyle O'Reilly can. He's the best. Well, as long as have this Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. So Kyle O'Reilly could do the hijinks and Adam Cole can do the talking. How about they have their own little playground set off stage, just like to the right of yeah, the stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll all, they all have live mics. So it would be li- Undisputed Era live, live, reacts, live yeah. reacts to Raw. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. Um, Daniel Denava, $2. John Cena explained to Mark he's reintroducing him. All right. And scene. 
Hey, John. How you doing? Uh, hello, Mark. Um, so uh, I don't know if you've heard from Vince, creative, whomever, but... Uh, Speed it up, John. One of the goals we have this year at WrestleMania is since you, uh, by all appearances, retired last year following your loss to Roman Reigns. It's wrestling. There is no retirement. Um, There's only time off. Which you've had <laughs> ample. Um, so uh, I've been charged with the duty of, in a way, reintroducing you to the WWE Universe. Yes. So Wait, what? Reintroducing? What the hell is that supposed to mean? Well, they already know who I am, idiot. Get off my lawn, John Cena. Or I'll put you down with the flames of... Hold on a second. Oh, hi, Glenn. Hey, man, I meant to say congratulations on your primary victory. I'm sure you'll send that Democrat straight to hell. Oh, hi, John. What's up? Hold on, John's on my lawn. I'm about to get rid of him. Um, I'm about to get the hose out on we him. Are, uh, we're backstage at WrestleMania. Um, anyway, John, is that shirt waterproof? Is it like wick resistant? I have to go take my seat. Um, I will see you in the ring. I'll talk to you later, Glenn. It was great hearing from you, brother. Goodbye. And scene. Uh, Mike Demopoulos, 199. Larson over the top rope, better than a real one on the mic. Is he saying my ability to jump over the top rope is greater than real one's rapping abilities? Uh, I... I would, I would, I would agree with that assertion. Yes. Yeah. Even though I can't jump over the top, jump over the top rope. Right. right now. And because he yes. can't really rap. No. S eight seven three seven six two six two dollars. Larson looks like he could be the third Bludgeon brother. You can be, a, you can be Bludgeon dad. I have no hammer, however. You got all the gray. You, you can be Bludgeon dad. All right. They can go to you and say, Dad, can we borrow the keys? What would you say? Go play with your toys. <laughs> S eight seven three seven six two six. You need. You got to get a real name, man. Every because he's he's very he's always here in the chats. Yeah, love his super chats, love his comments and his questions. But we need like a nickname for you or something. Yeah, I don't know what to call you. Yeah, it's a lot of numbers. Anyways, anything more you wanna you wanna you wanna talk about with the John Cena business? Uh, no, I think it's good, man. Although I don't know. You should be happy with any sort of role. I think that's 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 not a good message. I mean, look. Be be happy if you're on TV making money. Yeah, you know if you're like Breezango, they've got a gimmick. They're not going to get released anytime soon. No, but I, you know, I, I would think as as any. It's not exactly a brass ring type thing, is it though? No, no. And I th- I think there's a there's a healthy medium between um, taking what you're given, making the most of it, while striving to always improve. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's all about finding that healthy balance between those two things. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Denava, $2. So kayfabe can Mark see Cena or only take or can? Uh, well, as far as I know, uh, John Cena is in fact not invisible to anybody Yeah, in kayfabe. You know, he doesn't walk to the ring. People, you know, he has matches. People can see him. Yeah. He's not invisible. That's not a superpower. He possesses. I thought, no. So I thought it was, um, I thought it was like a superpower that he could turn on or off. Well, like never, Invisible Woman. He's never used it, though. Well, okay, so the viewing audience can always see him, but he yes. can, he can like, individually speaking. I don't think he... I don't, but I don't want you to see me. I don't think I've ever gone. seen an instance where uh, a wrestler um, saw John Cena and then suddenly could not. Oh, dear. W.S. Fletcher, the brain man. $20 Super Chat. I just clicked on and I get <laughs> Mark. Anything with Steve Mark is gold. I just laugh in front of patients. I just... I just laughed in front of patients. Oh my! <laughs> They're like, "What are you looking at?" That's funny. I'm watching this idiot do an impression of the Undertaker. All right, do we have any Twitter questions? We can take some Twitter questions. Sure, I got a bunch of them. Absolutely. While you do so, I will peruse and see if there's any other news that has uh, Sounds come up good. this afternoon. All right, here we go. Going to need questions. First question is from. Come on now. Oh, did we mention that today is the start of Pro Wrestling Tees sale? Buy five shirts, get 25% off your whole order. Uh, I don't remember if we mentioned that at the beginning, at the beginning of the show, but I'll mention it mm-hmm. anyways. Uh, Rob, Dead Riot, says, Have you thought of streaming it on YouTube with Super Chats enabled for easy donations? That is not a response to our question. <laughs> I think that was somebody else. All right. Um, he, uh S8 says, just call me S8. Keep up the good work, friendos. S8 it is. S8 it is. It's not loading. Why aren't you loading, you oh son of a goodness. bitch? 
You busted. Oh, here we go. We'll just do this. Uh, oh, man. Great. Ooh, wow. Gucci Mane's lawyer. You're in a bar fight, and you have to go two-on-one against one of these wrestlers in their prime. So it's you and me tag-teaming. All right. Handicap All right. match All right. against either... Hardcore Holly in his prime. All right. Rick Steiner in his prime. All right. Or Perry Saturn in his prime. Larson, who would it be and why is your who answer could we, Perry Saturn? Who could we actually take on in this shoe fight? In a bar fight. Yeah, in a real bar fight. It's Perry Saturn. Yeah, I think it's got to be Perry Saturn. I mean, I don't... If And it's honestly, it's not... It's through process of elimination. Mm-hmm. Because Rick Steiner was legit scary. Well, he was a... Or a collegiate wrestler. Yeah, too. dude, you're not messing with him. And then and they hardcore used to, they Holly, used to of course. People yeah, backstage. hardcore Holly. You know, nightmare. Yeah, numerous stories about how. Oh man, he'd rough people up. Didn't like Brock Lesnar freaking powerbomb him to a butt broken neck, and mm-hmm. then he was like just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's scary. That's scary. Dude. Uh, dang MQ here in chats. So no mention that NXT has signed Deanna Perazzo. Um, I thought I had it on the notes. I scrolled down before we started. Wasn't there? Yeah, apparently, uh, according to Squared Circle Sirens. Um, Deanna Prasso is going to NXT. She wrestled there before. Yeah. Um, kind of back. I remember her back when I started watching NXT. Um, but uh, that's a good signing. signing. Is that going to pave the way for all of the elite to come? Because, of course, she's all of the romantically elite, linked. But maybe Marty Skrull. To Marty Skrull. Yeah. So that's good. Ex-Ghost, 1995, $2 Super Chat. Thank you. Um, no, that's cool. That's good. I, I didn't, I mean, I, I sort of... Like we heard about it, we read it. That's awesome. I kind of feel like she wasn't like she's like she's a, she's a big name amongst people who are like big wrestling nerds and pay attention to Ring of Honor and all that kind of stuff. She's a big name, but like to you know the general WWE crowd. Well, I mean, I, I think I think uh, if we're talking about short term May Young Classic two, long term filling out the uh, women's division NXT, yeah, you have, they have her, so many talented you have women. Io Shirai who. Was it was confirmed that her last Stardom show is on the seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gotta assume they're both going to NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then Tony Storm signing a United Kingdom contract. Um, you know, probably I'm just speculating. So she has some flexibility in terms of what she can do for the next couple of years. I would be shocked if by the time what's three years from now, 2020, 2021 comes around, she's not in the NXT if not sooner. Look at all that long term thinking. You're um. So that's three pretty massive names yeah. um, to help fill out just at the least the NXT women's division. And it's already stacked. Oh, also uh, Nixon Newell, who goes by Stephanie Newell on the NXT oh, house show a, circuit. She's got a progress women's title match against Ginny, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. stuff. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen, 299, who is the J.R. Smith of the WWE or the Friendovers? Tilton. Absolutely Tilton. Yep. Dude, I didn't know. Do you, how do you? How do you? Do you like poor Jr. Smith? I feel bad. You know, I got checked by this old lady at the gym last night, dude. Oh, really? I forgot to wipe down a machine, and I started to walk away from it. And she said, "You need to wipe that off." And you I was do like, need to wipe that off. I know, but to not say, "Hey, excuse me." Yeah, no. I mean, there's be a polite cool way, about there's it. A polite way to do it. Yeah, I, I know. Agree. Man, she has no idea. She was as close to getting Spanish fly, dude. And then it's off perfect. the machine, I didn't wipe down. Oh, what machine was it? Uh, oh, it was like the it was like the the two bicep ones. Oh, all right. Um, I was about to drop a Spanish uh, a, a, a starship a, a starship paint on you it too. Higher up. Well, she's old, like mm. super old, and she's all hunched over and stuff. Oh, so right. I feel like just from that second rope level would be fine. All right. Uh, w S Fletcher four ninety nine. He says, "Don't forget Perry Saturn is an Army Ranger." Yeah, that's true. So he says, "Go after uh, Spark Plug's neck." Yeah, but Rick I, Steiner feel, sells, I feel like Bob Holly's oh, prime, prime was yeah. was pre getting his neck broken. Yeah, and I would say Rick Steiner is a, a realtor now, but prime he a, man, he wasn't a realtor in his prime. Like if you take on Rick Steiner in 1989, you're getting destroyed. Yeah, you're getting murdered. I don't know I about mean, there. None of them are good answers, or you know, there's not a good choice amongst them. No, there isn't. I just feel, I just feel like Perry Saturn probably be. You probably might be able to confuse him easy too. Maybe not. I don't know. That's rude to say. Shouldn't say that about him. Let's see here. Uh, trying to find some more questions here. Oh, good question from Bilal Kizzlebosh. Which is more disrespectful, Larson? The beach balls of today or the laser pointers of the Attitude Era? Oh, wow. 
I'll say beach balls more disrespectful, but the laser pointers are potentially more damaging. You get one of those in your eye. Yeah, it's not good. Vision issues. It's not good, man. But yeah, I'd say I'd say the uh, the beach ball is probably more disrespectful because then you're getting the entire crowd involved, mm-hmm. distracted from what's going on in the ring. Yeah, uh, just into the, the beach ball nonsense. Whereas the laser pointer, that's just one dude. Mm-hmm. All right, settle this for me, because this is, this is a thing going. On. I think Conrad from uh, the Bruce Pritchard show put this out there. Which was worse, NWO two thousand? Or DX from 2006. It's definitely NWO 2000. Absolutely. Because at you least, had Jeff Jarrett in there. At least DX from 2006 had the original members. Well, two. And it, they're very pretty funny, too. Yeah. Like, they were entertaining. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would have a problem with them. Yeah. NWO 2000 was a disaster. Oh, man. It was just a dead. It was Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Wasn't Bret Hart in it? A very, like, dejected Bret Hart. Like, did not care, Bret Hart. Uh, SMCW $5 Hey guys First super chat uh, What do you guys think Of this rumor That Daniel Bryan Hasn't resigned With WWE Do you think He will resign I'd be really surprised If he didn't It's, it's coming up In September Isn't it yeah, That's a September ways off first. Yeah, That's it's got a little ways yet. off So he's gonna He's gonna take his time He might He might sign that contract At whatever September pay-per-view His next contract Is coming up But you know what I mean Like well, he, said it, he said it It expires September 1st September 1st Okay Maybe he'll sign it at what? SummerSlam's late August, isn't it? It's August 19th. Yeah, okay. Maybe he'll sign that. August 30th, he'll sign it. Yeah, there you go. He's yeah. got no reason to sign it right now. No, it's not doesn't. like he's going to get a guaranteed deal. It's going to guarantee, because they're not going to give him a guaranteed deal with his history of injuries. Now, if he can get like a three year deal. It'll be, it'll be a massively incentivized deal. Oh, yeah. That's what it'll be. And on the flip side of that, It'll be you guys can't freeze this anymore. Like yeah. there's no more freezing. Yeah. If my like it's gonna be if if you guys aren't gonna clear me, you know I'll take ninety days it off. Behooves him to not sign a deal until the last minute. On mm-hmm. the off chance he gets a concussion between now and then. Yeah. And they say to him, well we we're not gonna you know we want to keep you around but we're not gonna clear you. Mm-hmm. And if he had signed the deal already, he'd be like, well he's stuck in his contract. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh wow, mm-hmm. David David Porter. Who would you rather have an awkward Charlotte-like interview with? Because for those of you who don't know, one of the low moments in my entire life was confronted with Charlotte for an interview on that red carpet for uh, at SummerSlams uh, at the 2K party two years ago. And I froze. And you froze. Mm-hmm. We both froze. Mm-hmm. So who would you rather have an awkward Charlotte-like interview with? Brock Lesnar, Scott Steiner, or Lex Luger? It's Lex Luger. 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 Thank you close. Steiner would start ripping you a new one. Luger would probably just stand there. Luger would probably be as awkward as we are. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's definitely you ask Luger. him a question, he'd probably freeze. Yeah, it's definitely Luger. It's definitely Luger. See, but like with Luger, I know I'd always just come back around to his experience on the Lex Express. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a, just a wealth of, of stories and information oh, to yeah. mine. Question number one. What did you do? What did you do on the bus? What did you do on the bus? Did were you actually on tour on the bus? Was that a real thing? Or would you just fly from stop to stop from pose, mall to mall? Pose in front of the bus, take a couple of quick pictures inside the bus on the way to the airport, and then fly back home or to the next show. Yeah. Or were you just all about the gimmick? Mm-hmm. Were you living the gimmick? Do you want that Luger picture over here? The one with his face? Yeah. You want yeah. that one? Well, you have to do it right now. Live right now on the show. Oh, all right. Um, Wolf Dog Moon, he uh, came in late, so he wants to know, is NXT going on Fox? Probably not. What happens with SmackDown on Hulu? I don't know. I imagine it might stay. Hulu is owned by NBC, but I thought it was like a, a joint effort between several networks. NBC and Fox, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Because isn't New Girl on Hulu? Yeah, Fox Yeah, Fox program and, and, and NBC programs on Hulu. So uh, I imagine SmackDown will, will remain. Yes, Fox, Disney. Oh, it's just Fox. Oh, it's Fox, Comcast, Disney, Time Warner. Jay Smithwood, how often do you guys wear wrestling tees and merchandise outside of wrestling-related activities, meaning shows or the podcast? I have a handful of, it says we're offline, um, a handful of, of uh, wrestling T-shirts that I'm cool wearing out in public, the ones that look good. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the nerdier ones I'll just wear here to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Patrick Thompson, five euros. Major props for the on the lost 
Lana Austin picture on the wall. Keep up the great work, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was sent to us by a good friend. Of. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Oh, Harry Flynn. Power rank wrestlers who would be great vloggers. Who would you, who would you anxiously await oh, the next Kevin vlog Owens. from? Oh, he's already doing that. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Samoa Joe, I think, mm-hmm. would be a good one because mm-hmm. he's big into dogs. Yeah, like he's always showing off puppies and whatnot. So I'd want, I'd want to see a Samoa Joe puppy vlog. I think that'd be great. Uh, X Ghost, nineteen ninety five, or Ghost nineteen ninety five. Hey guys, first time super chat. Knowing SmackDown is heading to Fox, who from Raw do you want on the new roster? I think we did some videos about that, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah, we did a couple countouts about that uh, last week or the week before. Uh, Mr. Sinister, what would WWE have to do for you guys to stop doing WWE podcasts? They would have to pay us several million dollars. Yeah. And just ensure our retirement for a very long time. S8, $2. Going in raw without a Luger picture just isn't going in raw. I agree, man. And that's prime Luger picture right there. I might have to change it for the glare a little bit. Harry Flynn also wants to know, where is going in raw view? I think we're going to try to figure that out soon. Yeah. I'd like to bring it back. It'd be fun. Even if it's just like a silly, like an hour episode of WCCW here and there. Oh, I told you we WCW should start from the Saturday very night. beginning of Raw and watch all of them. Man, that's too much. I like variety. Can we start from the very first WCW Saturday night? Do you want this to do well or no? Do you want this to do well? Because I don't think the Raw thing, will, I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. Be more audience for a raw thing than a WCW. I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just saying we need to think smart. Uh, Azo Smith, who would be better as Money in the Bank holder, heel Sasha or heel Becky? Heel Becky. Heel Becky. I think that'd be so much fun. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I'd mainly want to. I'd mainly want it for her um, social media. Her Instagram and Twitter feeds are hilarious. Yeah. And I feel like she would do, like when she was doing the mix match challenge stuff with Sami Zayn and he was a heel, um, it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. She would try to bring him back to the good side of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, if she played with things like that, like if she'd somehow be a heel, uh, how do you, what do you call that? Quinoa lover? Yeah. That would be funny. That'd Quinoa be good. is good. Yeah. Uh, ooh, good question. Dominic Malnar. Out of all the lower mid-card talents, who do you think could pull off a five-star match? Lower mid-card talents? WWE? Yeah. Tyler Breeze. Yeah, I've always heard he's a really good worker. I know, me too. I, I, I want to revisit his Jushin Liger match. Oh, yeah, I remember that being pretty solid. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't mind revisiting that, checking that out again. Um, I mean, right now they're treated like a lower mid-card act, the Revival. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But they're a heck of a tag team. They're fantastic, mm-hmm. in fact. Who else? Chad Gable. Yeah, I could see that. Jason Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Uh... Oh, man. This might be the best question. Untouched Galaxy. You get sent back in time, Larson, to stop the assassination of uh, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, JFK. Mm-hmm. What wrestler do you bring back with you to help you? It's still kind of Kyle O'Reilly. I just think it'd be fun to hang out with, especially oh. back in the early 60s. <laughs> I think it'd be great. You know? And then just send him up. Look, all you got to do, it's really simple to stop the assassination oh, of JFK. This is what you get Kyle O'Reilly in the back of the car. He's got his belt and air guitars. He blocks the bullets with his air guitar. Belt. Uh, that's the most. You know, I was about to discuss that for reals. That's the most asinine thing there is. Um, all you got to do, you send up, because we both, we both think it was Oswald, right? Well, he was involved, yeah. Yeah. Who do you, but do you think there was a, some dude with the gun in the grassy knoll? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. You think he was up there? You think Oswald was up there in the school book depository with a gun shooting his rifle? If he was involved, then yeah. Yeah, probably then, huh? All you do is send somebody up there with like some Kevlar. So you send Roman Reigns. That's what you do. I guess you go back with Roman Reigns. But then that sounds boring. It does sound boring. You know, does, he, does he spear him out the yeah, window? Yeah, he's booked super strong, though. So does he, he can spear, spear him out, out the, the window. window the book depository. And then when, when Oswald hits the ground, uh, Roman's feet hit first. But Oswald somehow ends up winning the match. All right. 
Alto says, 199, if I get laid off, would you guys hire me? Um, hey, man, I'd love to, but can you work for peanuts? Can you work for every two weeks you get a copy of the Going in a Rock comic book, which you can get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, the $20 friendo care package. So I hope you don't get laid off. Yeah. That would be sad. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Court ain't. When do you think they'll pull the trigger on Big Cass's push? And do you think by the end of the summer he'll have both WWE and Universal World titles? Well, I think they're already pushing him. I think I think that's the a push good, has begun. By the end of summer, though, it means he's going to have both the big titles. It's not. It's not going to be that kind of push. I'm going to take all my money and put it on that. Good idea, here. Good luck to you. Yeah, you're going to need it. Whoa, Harry Flynn, guys, thoughts on Grimm's wife challenging Ellsworth for the intergender title. That's fantastic. I want to watch that. Uh, Mr. Michael Law, $2011, five $5. I have the mid-card talent on Raw. Who has the best chance of making it to the main event, and how do they get there? Out of all the mid-card talent on Raw. Jason Jordan, they seem to be behind him. No. He's got the wrestling chops. No. Nobody wants to see that, dude. Drew McIntyre, he's technically in the mid-card right now. I guess that's true. It's Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I guess that's true. Completely. Elias. Yeah, I was thinking Elias also. No way. Jose. No way. Jose. One more question. Uno mas. All right, let me see what they got on the Twitter here. Let me see what I got on Twitter. Um, Oh, wow. Great question here. Which wrestler out of these one, two, three names would you rather have? Which wrestler would you rather help raise your child? All right. In All right. Case children. All Both right. Of our cases, children. Braun, Lars Sullivan, or Randy Orton? I guess it has to be Braun. Why? He just seems like a good natured dude. Um, God bless him. Uh, but he's a big firearms guy. So if he's helping raise your child, he'd probably want a gun in the house. And I don't have a gun in the well, house. Well, I, I would hope if that's the case, then he would know uh, how to handle all that with uh, responsibility. Yeah, well, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's a very responsible gun owner. Mm-hmm. I really don't want that in my house. Though. All right, I understand that. So I'm going to say not to that, but I'm going to say yes to Randall Orton. Mm. Because he's already a dad. Yeah. He seems like a very pleasant dad. Yeah. Now that he's in older age. Seems like a fun guy. Yeah. I'm going to say him. But I kind of feel like AJ Styles is the real answer. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's he's a dad. He's got many kids. Mm-hmm. Him or Bob Roode. We talked to Bob Roode about yeah, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. about his kids. Yeah. So those are all great names that I yes. came up with. So anyways, good luck with Braun and all the guns that he has in your house. As long as Nightmare stored, scenario. No, as long as they're stored correctly. Terrifying. In a place separate from where the rest of the family is. Before we leave, Jordan Davis wants to know, thoughts on J.R. Smith? You know, it sucks that everybody has to pile on. It really does. That's it's it, that's a crap. That's that's a bad situation. I kind of I kind of blame myself to be honest with you, because I, I was gonna I forgot the game was on. I hopped on Twitter um, because I do that right around the time the game was like a minute left in the game. Cavs were up by two. Yeah. I realized at that point now that I knew that the Cavs were up by two and there was a minute left in the game that my understanding of that was directly responsible for. The Cavs. Oh, you feel losing. Like, I feel like you, you feel like you have influence over. I the have the supernatural influence. Yes, dozens of miles Correct. away from you. Yes, that is my curse. All right, it was my fault. I used to think that way when I was younger. I used to, I was a huge Chicago. I Bulls still totally feel that fan. way. Yeah, and for the longest time, especially when they would not make it to the finals, whenever I watched one of their playoff games, they would lose. So yeah. I stopped watching their playoff games. Dude, for a while. awesome things happen when I'm not watching. When James went off uh, during the, the that last round. When he was going off, it always would happen. I forget which game it was. He had like like one game was extra special. He went off, and I was not paying attention. That's why he went off because Steve wasn't paying attention. No, I had nothing to do as with soon you. as Steve starts paying attention, bad things happen. All right, and that's what happened last night. I was paying attention, so I feel bad. I feel bad that like yeah, it's it's a bummer can, that he he made he 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 
you made a mistake. Yeah. And then you know, everybody's just piling on. And now it's just, it's just piling. It's nonstop. Idiot. You should have known. Idiot. You should have known. Granted, yeah, it's, you know, you're a basketball it's player. It's Paul's job to know the situation yeah. at that moment and, right. and, and act accordingly. Yeah. But people make mistakes. People make mistakes. Exactly. It's J.R. Smith. I'm sure he feels bad about it. Yeah. I was hoping that he could redeem himself, and overtime didn't happen. But, uh, man, how about those Warriors? They needed overtime to essentially beat one person. I know. And, I mean, it's the rest of the game. It'll probably be a sweep. They'll probably, you know. I don't know. Cleveland might get game three. And I hope so. Cleveland. I really hope so. I real. I hope that it's going to be close every single time. Yeah, I too. hope every game is me overtime. Too. Me too. Um, but, man, you've got Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson, Draymond Green. Green. You have all those guys. And, and LeBron almost beats him. And, you, and yeah, give me a break. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for show, Hilton. Can we get some music, please, Hilton? I know it's a Friday. You'd prefer to be sleeping today, but thank you, Hilton. Appreciate it. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate all the super chats and all your help. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.